What's up, guys? Trey here of All Sports Best. If this is the first time that you are listening to the podcast, welcome. We are very happy to have you. And if you've been here before, thank you for coming back. You can do us a huge favor and give us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. We have a very, very special guest on today. It is Patrick Bolaños. He is fantastic, very well-spoken, and very... Uh, well-versed in the business industry. He's very successful, but more than that, he just knows how to grind and knows what it takes to prepare yourself to be great. And I just got a lot of value and tons of great advice from this interview. So let's get into it. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez, your host, and I have a very special guest on today. He is the owner, founder of Trailer King Builders. He has a baseball academy called Working for a Dream He has a podcast called Working for a Dream Podcast, helping kids around first, an organization. He is uh, very sports-oriented, which I'm very excited to talk um, about. He is Patrick Bolaños, and he is out of Houston, Texas. Patrick, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Okay, so I wanted to talk about your sports background to start us all off, right? I mean, it's really cool to see somebody that has a strong sports background build after the fact, um, or after they finish sports, right? It's not always something that um, is easy to stop playing your sport or get away from your sport. But when you do and you see success like this, it's probably not too bad, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so um, I, I'm originally from Nicaragua, grew up, um, went to high school there, played baseball, soccer. And um, um, Nicaragua is one of the poorest countries in the Western Hemisphere, right behind mm-hmm. Haiti. So extreme poverty, uh, kids grow up there, not, you know, not enough to eat, not shelters are made of like tin, tin cans. And, oh. uh, actually growing up there, you, we played baseball with underprivileged kids where we had, they had to use branches as baseball bats wow. and balls made out of socks and plastic bags. Wow. And so that created some perspective for me growing up in a country like that. But as you grow up in a country like Nicaragua, and you are exposed to this extreme poverty, over time it just diminishes the, the impact that it has on you. So as I grew up and I, I played um, college sports, I walked on to the soccer team at a NAIA school 20 years ago. Um, I tried out for the baseball team. I didn't make it. I love baseball. Baseball is my number one sport growing up, but I played both. I was a dual sport athlete and so I was lucky enough to walk on, get a scholarship to play soccer at a school. And um, after college, I just, it was over, right? My yeah. uh, my dream of continuing to play, it just ended. And so I continued to be in, you know, working out, athletic, play soccer, baseball, in amateur leagues and stuff like that. But a few years after, I just decided one day, you know what, I want to start actually giving back to what I'm really passionate about. And I started asking myself, what made me the happiest? What made me uh, be in a place where I, you know, could forget about time and stuff like that. And it was on the baseball field. Mm. 
So I remember growing up playing baseball and I love playing. The days would go like really quick. Uh, we would play baseball from eight o'clock in the morning till six, seven o'clock um, in the afternoon. And obviously in the summers, cause we didn't have school, but it would go super fast. And so I reached out to a nonprofit in 2018. It's called mm. helping kids round first. Helping kids round first is a nonprofit, which helps through baseball, bring used equipment to Nicaragua. Okay. And um, I reached out to the president and I told him, listen, I want to, I want to help you do this or I want to start my own. We got on a phone call and we talked for about an hour and a half. Our first conversation, he brought me on board. I'm part of the board of directors. Now I helped them bring, I helped wow. them collect equipment with other organizations. We just signed up with RBI with the RBI program with major league baseball. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So, um, that led me to, uh, the Academy that I co-own with, uh, uh, with the manager in Nicaragua. So we help underprivileged kids get the opportunity to sign with major league baseball. Uh, last year we, we signed a player to the Colorado Rockies two years before that to the Boston Red Sox. This year we have a pitcher COVID kind of threw a wrench into the things. And, uh, but we have a, a very solid 16-year-old pitcher, which is has all the tools uh, that we feel he can get a pretty good signing bonus in the range of $150,000, maybe $200,000. Wow. Um, so I've been doing that. And my company, Trailer King Builders, which I co-founded with my business partners, that's kind of like the catalyst that helps me do these things. We help entrepreneurs launch, finance, start a mobile food business. Um, but like you asked earlier, um, on our conversation, we can do pretty much anything in a mobile unit, but that helps me mm. do what I'm really passionate about. Wow. That kind of like, that's a summary. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I appreciate that. That was quite a background. I love the fact that, you know, you still have the root, you still are rooted in baseball, even though soccer was the sport you played in college. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I really want to touch in more on the, on the trailers that you build because I saw it on your Instagram and we spoke about it a little bit on clubhouse, but, um, they are fantastic. I've seen trailers that are really cool. And then I see your trailers. It's, it's almost like on another level. So can you tell me on how that all got first off, how it got started, um, how you built that up. And then second, how you've been able to improve over the years to become a professional like that. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, we uh, we take a lot of pride in the work that we do. Um, we started our company actually out of necessity. Um, I got let go as a CFO of a restaurant group in 2017, week before oh. Christmas. Family of four. Mm. Uh, didn't have enough money in my bank account to, to pay the bills. And um, when you reach a level like that in your life, you can either do one or two things, right? You can fold up and say, I'm done, or you can uh, make changes in your life to improve and get stuff done. Sure. And so that's what happened. Um, I decided to really start focusing on improving myself first. And it led me to the opportunities that I have today. And so we started trailer King builders, um, in 28, it was January, 2018. And, uh, we saw an opportunity in an industry that, that just needs better customer service, better customer experience. Mm -hmm. And we started with one trailer at a time in the front yard of my business partner's house. Wow. And slowly and steadily, we've been growing over time. And 
to be honest, the biggest impact on our growth has been the amount of time that we have taken to learn, one, how to run a business, two, how to scale a business, and, and how to create value in the marketplace. That's our number one goal. We want to provide value to our customers first mm-hmm. uh, before selling them anything. So even I, I, I tell customers all the time, come to us. We'll teach you. We will guide you the best we can. And at the end of the day, if you still feel that we're not the company for you, it's all good. Wow. But yeah. go do it and uh, make sure to make an educated decision. These investments are not cheap, right? A trailer will on average is about thirty-five, fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. a food truck a hundred thousand dollars plus so it's a pretty big investment for somebody and we want to make sure that one they love what they're going to get and that they feel that they got the value for it sure and um yeah i mean that's uh that's pretty much the summary we've been there's a lot of stuff that we've been doing over time to help us grow and we can we could probably go into that if you like uh, yeah. and it all starts with with improving yourself first Mm -hmm. Sure. I kind of wanted to hear some insight on the trailers themselves. Like what goes into them that makes them set, you know, that sets them apart from other companies inside of, I saw some of the stuff that you guys do. It's very clean. A lot of stainless steel with the food trucks. I'm sure that's has to do with sanitation and making sure that it's as uh, safe as possible. But then you move into the gaming trailer, like we kind of spoke about. And then are there any other things that you guys have in the works as well? So yeah, we've done, uh, our, our main focus has been food trucks and concession mm. trailers. That's how we started. But like anything, uh, we, a lot of people reach out to us and say, Hey, can you do a barbershop in a, Ooh. in a, in a trailer? So we did a mobile barbershop in a trailer once. And that's really cool. And, um, and then another person reached out and he's like, Hey, I got a van. Can you, can you make it a barbershop too? So we've done a couple of barbershops. We do a lot of gaming trailers and we're actually working on a spa bus right now, which is, wow. Uh, for 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 girls to be able to go into a little bus and get their nails done and their hair done and stuff like that. So we're working on a lot of different projects. Our forte is food trucks, but uh, we do we think about anything that can go mobile. Mm-hmm. Mobile gym, for example, we're working on a, on a few uh, designs for a mobile gym oh, where cool. somebody can just park up in front of your house and you got a full blown gym right outside your house that you can work out in without having to go to the gym. And obviously. Due to COVID, the the demand for having something that's mobile, not only be a restaurant or a mobile food unit, has increased our ability to 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 reach more more customers. Yeah, goodness. What about a what about a podcasting studio? Anything you anything in the works for that? Oh hell, no! But man, that's a great idea. <laughs> That'd dude. be really cool. Um, that would be really cool. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to touch in also on your uh, your podcast, Working for a Dream Podcast. What would we expect to to hear on, on your podcast? On our podcast, my podcast is named after my academy. So the, the Baseball Academy, its purpose is to provide opportunities for underprivileged kids in Nicaragua that grow up not having access to the resources that we get over here in the US. Mm-hmm. So for example, they've never owned a baseball glove. The kid that signed with the Boston Red Sox, it's funny. He he was meeting with the scouts. They gave him a baseball glove to to uh to throw his 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 bullpen session. Wow. And uh and then he asked them if he could keep it. And the scouts looked at him and and said, have you they asked him, have you ever owned a glove before? No. Wow. I've never owned my own glove. 
So they gave it to them. And so the, the whole purpose of the podcast of, of the, of the Academy is to provide that type of opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so translating that into my podcast, the podcast is to highlight the stories of people like you, me that have achieved extraordinary things in life and that want to share their story mm. so that we can share the message of achieving your dreams and working for that dream. Right. And um, I actually got to interview Miguel Montero Oh, that's uh, awesome. Two, two weeks ago. Yeah, I met him at, um, at in Arizona. And so Miguel Montero, a Major League Baseball player, he won the World Series with the, with the Chicago Cubs. Mm -hmm. He actually hit a world uh, a grand slam in the NLCS. Um, so the dude's been – he's like he, he played for about 15 seasons, and he's been in some pretty important games. So it was really yeah. cool to get to interview him. Wow. On my podcast, yeah. That's incredible. That oh man, I'm gonna have to, I'm listening to that immediately. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm a Diamondbacks fan, as a matter of fact, and I saw you got to take BP on Chase Field. So tell me what that experience was like and and how you got to that because I'm taking notes. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> so um, the it all starts with investing in oneself. So I joined a mastermind group. I'm a mm. I'm a I'm a member of three different masterminds. One mastermind is called Apex Executives, which okay. I pay to to be coached by some pretty elite people. Mm. The, the purpose of joining masterminds, not only to improve yourself, but also to be around people that are doing a lot more than you are. So just by osmosis, you pick up stuff and then you feel like you have to level up. Mm. And so I, I'm a member of Arate uh, Syndicate, which is a mastermind which is led by uh, Andy Frisella and Ed Milet. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but if you're not, give them a follow. They're badass people. Cool. And then Dan Fleischman, um, a friend of mine now, host uh, created a mastermind around real estate. It's called the Avengers Mastermind. Mm -hmm. And he's got a group of people. They call themselves the, the Avengers. So these are like elite business people that are doing, I don't know, eight, nine, ten figures. Um, Bobby Castro, for example, he exited his company for a $1 billion um, sale. Not so, bad, not bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're learning, I get to learn from them. And so Golly. they host these events mm -hmm. and this event was hosted in Arizona, the first one. And we got to take BP at Chase Field, Jeez. Uh, among other awesome things like meeting Shaquille O'Neal and listening to Shaquille O'Neal. He's an, people, a lot of people don't know this, but he is a great entrepreneur mm. he invests in a ton of businesses he invested in google before it was google wow which is uh, <laughs> that's crazy. pretty cool that is really yeah. cool so okay so mastermind you got into this and was it after you got into mastermind that you scaled your business up to a seven figure um success or was it you were almost you know on your way there and then you just leveled up like you said the first thing I did was start listening to Andy Frisella's podcast, the MFCEO project, uh, which stands for, for the CEO. I'm not, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on your podcast. But, uh, <laughs> we, can make it, we can make it work. <laughs> so um, his, his podcast is centered around speaking about entrepreneurship, leveling up, being a better person, giving back. And so that got me on the path to becoming a better person version of myself mm -hmm. and then the Arte syndicate launched their 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 uh their mastermind in 2019 sure and i became a member i this is 
first of all, it took me a long time to make the decision to make that investment. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not a, it wasn't a hefty investment. It's $297 a month okay. to get on phone calls with Andy Frisella and Ed Milet. Andy Frisella owns First Form, which is a company that does 400 million plus sales. Ed Milet is, his net worth is $400 million. Wow. So he has, he has his own plane and they just want to share what they've been through to help people. And so making that decision helped me get to the point where I'm at, where it allowed, it also allowed me to make bigger investments into bigger masterminds like apex executive, where uh, we pay to be among the most elite business people. And all we do is share our stories, Mm. uh, motivate each other, help each other out. A lot of businesses, a lot of business gets done behind the, behind the scenes. And, um, it definitely has been one of the core principles to scaling my business. Sure. Wow. That's incredible. So, okay. I'm, I'm like I said, taking notes. I love all the things that you've been able to share with me today because I, I don't feel like enough people hang out with people or, or listen to people that can, um, that can help them to grow, right? It's always, you know, comfort zone stuff. Can you tell me a little bit about how you have been able to branch out of your comfort zone? Cause that's how you grow, right? Just not sticking to one thing. And this is where I like it. Tell me a little bit about that if you could. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely you, you, you nailed it. It, um, most growth happens when you become uncomfortable Mm -hmm. And so one of the main things I do to become uncomfortable is do things that I've never done before. So joining a mastermind, for example, that took a little courage to start spending $297 a month. Right. Um, When at the time, maybe I could afford it, but I didn't know your first thought in your mind, you're, 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 when you're not in a growth mindset is okay, what's in it for me? How can I, am I going to, am I going to make this money back? Am I going to lose it? But when you look at something from the value it will bring you first, then that's when you'll have the most impact. Mm -hmm. And so becoming uncomfortable, I, for example, ran the Houston marathon. Um, I hate running. Uh, I guess (laughs) if you ask anybody, everybody hates running, uh, but you do it anyways, because at the end of the day, if you ask any person out there, if they regret ever working out, they'll, they'll never say that they have regretted working out. That's true. So, I, I put myself in situations that are uncomfortable for me physically because mm. that's where I have the most growth. So I attempted to finish a half, a half Ironman in October of 2019. Wow. I only got two third, two thirds of the way done because they took me off. I didn't meet the time deadlines, but I'm going to do it again this October. If well, we're open now in Texas. So yeah, I'm probably going to get to do it. Um, I started doing jujitsu, um, three times a week about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, if you want to talk about uncomfortable, go to a place where the, all they want to do is choke you out as soon as you get there. And so being, wow, yeah, <laughs> um, you're like in a situation where you have to learn to breathe, hold your composure. Mm-hmm. And so all those things translate into business. They translate into your day to day, because if you can take on something physical, mm-hmm. you can definitely take on anything that they send you, um, in a business world or, 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 or anything personal that you might be going through. So it prepares you to be better 
at everything you do. Wow. Yep. Very powerful. That's very powerful. Um, and, and I got to ask actually, before we move on, um, how can you hate running, but you played soccer? I have to know that. <laughs> oh, well, I stopped running for a while. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Know, gained a few pounds. Um, and yeah, in soccer, we ran a whole lot, but nobody, yeah. bro, nobody likes running. If somebody tells you that they love running, uh, be very scared. <laughs> I guess in soccer, you kind of hide the fact that you're running a bunch because you, you have a common goal to score and have fun and things like that. So it kind of distracts you. Right. Well, no, well, practice was running. I mean, that was basically oh. <laughs> what you, what mostly you do is run. Yeah. Cause you have to have that, um, that endurance to sure. run for 90 minutes. So. All right. So I'm over in New Mexico. As a matter of fact, you're in Houston, nice. Texas. Um, yes, New sir. Mexico is very much still in a closed off phase. I want to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. on how excited it, how exciting it is that Texas is now opening up and business should be able to um, resume for a lot of these places that were maybe struggling, things like that. And and luckily for you, you've been able to continue to, to grow throughout this time. But what does it mean um, as a business owner in Texas? So we're really excited. Um, Texas, like for our company, the first thing we did when they send out those mandates to close we went to the health department same day and said, we feel we're an essential business. We need to stay open. And yeah. we never closed. We remained open through the whole time. Our employees never lost a paycheck. We paid them every single week. That's we awesome. didn't know what was going to happen in March, April of last year. We had zero sales for two months, but we still, we were luckily lucky enough to have some cash reserves to keep paying our employees and making it through those two months really set us up for the growth that we're having. Mm -hmm. And so Texas, man, it's a shame because a lot of restaurants are closing down, Mm -hmm. right? They're not going to open back up again. And it's something that probably could have been prevented if the decision to close would have been made differently. Sure. I I, I feel, my opinion is we probably could have saved some businesses by Mm -hmm. doing things maybe a little different from the start, but it is what it is. Texas is open. We're happy about it. A lot of people are, are you're going to have both sides, right? Of, of the opinions of people that are scared or course, maybe yeah. they don't feel that we're not ready for this or like, for example, the mayor of Houston, he doesn't feel that we're ready. Uh, but the governor feels that we are. And so we, I mean, we're ready, man. This is, we, we need to get back to some sort of normalcy Sure. and, and you'll, you'll find people want it. Others don't. And, you just got to make the best of what you have. At the end of the day, no politician is going to do the work for you. No politician mm-hmm. is going to come and save you. And if if fourteen hundred dollars is going to make a difference in your life, or six hundred bucks is going to make a difference, in your life, you got to look at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that you can uh, maybe use it to springboard, but it can't be something that'll save you. I mean, I can't right. imagine being saved by fourteen hundred dollars. No, absolutely. I'm I'm there with you. That's that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go and visit. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, we're stuck still. Um, all right. So could you give me some, I mean, you're well-versed in business, in sports, in helping others, nonprofit, all of the above. I mean, I've, I've really gained a lot of, uh, of very helpful knowledge today and I appreciate that. Sometimes when you are able to, 
um, you know, share knowledge like that. You got it from somewhere else. You mentioned podcasts. Do you read books? And if so, what, what books do you recommend for someone trying to grow in their business and, and so on? I read a ton of books. I make cool. it a habit of reading at least or reading or listening. So Houston is a huge city. So I have to commute to my, to my shop 45 minutes away. Okay. So obviously you can either spend that time listening to some crap or you can start <laughs> and you can spend it listening to something valuable. Mm-hmm. And so I, I listen to a lot of um, audio books. I read books. One of the biggest book, one of the books that had the biggest impact, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, As a Man Thinketh is another great book. Um, but I have a ton of books in here that I could, I mean, I would love to share. Sure. Um, I read a daily um, it's like a daily meditation from the daily stoic by Ryan holiday. Um, stoicism is pretty cool. If you don't know what stoicism is, look it up. It's philo- It's kind of like a philosophy by the, uh, by the Romans okay. on how to live your life. Another great book is how to win friends and influence people. Mm, okay. And if you're into sports and you want to have a good book and you want to work on your mind, the Champion's Mind, How Great Athletes Think, Train, and Thrive by Jim Aframo. This is a awesome. book that was recommended by my jiu-jitsu professor, and it's basically just like you can read one, one, one page at a time, and it's just on how to become a better athlete, how to become a better person, how to work on your mind. And the first thing you need to do to be successful in anything you want, you got to work on this. Sure. Which is my, I'm pointing to my mind. People are not looking at it. I don't forget. <laughs> I'm pointing, I'm pointing to the things right in between my ears, right. your mind. Mm-hmm. If you can control what you feed your mind, you can do whatever you can accomplish, whatever you want. Powerful. Patrick, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Tons of value to the listeners out there. And, um, is there any last words you want to, uh, give to our listeners maybe to direct them to your podcast, your organizations or anything like that before we go? Yeah, sure. So follow me on Instagram at Patrick Bolanos, HTX at trailer King builders on Instagram, uh, working for a dream podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and all the, and all the platforms. And I guess the message that I want to leave people is I'm, I'm, I'm an example of what you can do when you start investing in yourself. Sure. I was broke financially. I was broke spiritually, emotionally four years ago. And in under four years, we've been able to scale, grow a business, provide value, and actually help others. So it can be done. All you have to do is set your mind to it. And do the work. Do the work every single day. 1% better every day. Awesome. Patrick, once again, thank you so much. I wish you the very best moving forward, and we will keep in touch. Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you, Trey. Gain ton of great advice and value from that interview. Actually met Patrick on Clubhouse where he was in a room and he actually spoke on his experiences and I just found it fascinating. Really, really cool to have him here on the show, guys. Thanks for listening. Give us a review on anywhere that you listen to the podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean, and anywhere else. We would absolutely love it. It would mean the world. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next time.